On today's episode of Everyday Leadership, you have me. Based on feedback and some thinking at the end of last year, I decided that I'm going to try and commit to once a month just doing a short 10-15 minute podcast just by myself, no guests whatsoever. Just me talking and me reflecting on some of the thoughts that I had. I guess it's my workaround to the commitment I've made to myself to actually bring out a proper newsletter this year, which has still not happened yet, but it's coming. So for now, I'm going to keep on doing this. And if you like it, let me know. Drop me a DM on LinkedIn or IG. And always send me an email at hello at mindsetshift.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe on all the different platforms as well. And let me know your comments and thoughts or any questions that you have that you'd like me to share. Today I want to talk about progress. My son turned 15 this month and he got me thinking, where was I mentally, emotionally, physically 15 years ago? What was my mindset like 15 years ago? See, I remember it was the day we were driving down to London to go and see my parents. And my wife asked me, just before my son was born, what kind of father do you want to be? Now, she was expecting this deep, elaborate answer from me. And all I said to her was three words. A good one. <laughs> As you can imagine. <laughs> that didn't go down well. She wanted more. She wanted to like, what's that going to look like? How's and I said, babe, I, I do not know. I can't break it down to you what that's going to look like. All I know is I want to be a good father. Even though I didn't have the language for it then, see, what I was talking about was complexity. I recognized that having a child was going to be complex. And um, Dave Snowden, who is a consultant and researcher in the field of knowledge management and complexity science, he said, in complexity, you define a direction of travel, not a goal, because if you start on a journey, you will discover things you didn't know you could discover, which have high utility. If you have an explicit goal, you may miss the very things you need to discover. See, I had a direction that I was heading in. I wanted to be a good father. Good to me meant taking the lessons I had learned from my dad, taking the ones that I felt worked, the ones that I didn't, and also going through a state of unlearning and relearning, reacting to the different challenges that my son brought because he is a unique individual. He's going to approach life and lord he has approached life very very differently in so many ways and i need to be able to respond to that 15 years ago my mindset was okay i need to be a good husband i need to be a good father and that's how i'm going to filter a lot of my experiences through but that also meant me learning how to look after myself if you look at the Everyday Leadership logo, it has a polarity of leading self and leading others. See, at that point in time, I felt leading others was the most important thing. I thought for me to be a good father and a good husband, I came 
in a sense, last. I didn't prioritize my mental health. I didn't prioritize my emotional health. I was just like, oh, okay, I need to provide financial for the family. Let me go out and get it. I need to be there for my wife and my son. Then my daughter came along. Okay, let me do that. I wasn't thinking about me. And because I wasn't leading self, I wasn't looking after self. I wasn't necessarily the best example at the start. Because there were things I needed to do that I needed to model to my children. I needed to model to my wife and vice versa. I learned a lot from her. But I needed to learn that actually for me to be the best to lead other people, I need to look after myself. That's why it's a polarity. It's not one or the other. It's an and. Leading self, leading others. It's the same thing you come across in organizations day in, day out. We are, I speak to leaders who come on exec leadership programs or go on coaching programs. They're like, this feels so selfish me taking up that time. I'm like, but if you don't take up that time, how are you going to be in the right space to be able to lead your team? If you're always on the go, if you're always at the beck and call of other people, how do you have that space to be able to reflect, to be able to create strategies for your team so you can empower them to take on new positions? You doing what seems selfish to you now is actually for the benefit of your team and benefit of your organization. And once they understand that and start to embed some of the practices and the tools that we go through in our sessions or in our deliveries, they see such a massive fundamental shift and change within their teams, within their culture. Because you need to learn how to lead self and lead other people. I do a lot of work around developing authentic leaders. And um, there's a quote, I think, is by Michael Holland, where he says, Authentic leadership is revealed in the alignment of what you think, what you say, and what you do. That's the modeling piece. See, over the last 15 years, I have learned in the training ground, as I call it, with my wife and my children, who I am, developed a level of self-awareness, and be able to take that into the workplace and navigate through different instances and circumstances because in the alignment of what I thought, what I said, what I did that allowed me to be able to connect with people who were 10, 15, 20 years older than me with so much more experience and be able to lead them even though we had that gap we had an age gap, we had a culture gap, we had an experience gap but the self-awareness and the vulnerability that my family had helped me to be able to develop as I learned to lead myself, allowed me to be able to connect with people in a very, very different way. That self-awareness is what led me to be able to have the faith to be able to turn down an offer I spent the best part of 12 years working towards, to have the title and the salary and all that, and walk away from that because that wasn't my calling anymore. I felt led in a completely different direction. After a conversation I had, and that's what God calling me to just have the faith to step out. And that faith and that conviction has helped me to be able to leap into new avenues, new areas, and go from finance to project management to consultancy to becoming an executive coach. 
it's opened up so many doors for me over the last 15 years. But it all comes back to me having that direction I was heading in when I had a conversation with my wife, which then allowed me to just start looking at looking at parenting and being a husband in a completely different way, which then allowed me to, to lead myself and lead others. Can you see how everything kind of flows through? And the reason why I'm saying all of this in terms of reflecting is, as you're listening to this right now, you don't always need to have every single I and T dotted on your journey. You just need to have a direction that you're heading in. That's what's the most important thing to do. So many times we wait because we think we need to have it all figured out, when actually you don't. You need to have figured out where you are headed, why you're heading in that direction, and then you start stepping in there. That's what you need to have figured out. I see it in organizations where right now it's the biggest thing is, how do I lead in a hybrid world? That's the direction they're heading. So that becomes, okay, what are you really trying to do? What are you really trying to create? Are you trying to re replicate what existed in a physical world? If that's the case, then that's not going to work. Or are you actually trying to build something new, which brings your team together, which brings trust, which has communication, which has psychological safety, which has inclusion? Are you trying to create something brand new? Once you can identify what that thing you're trying to do is, then we can start heading that direction and start looking at the different tools, the different ideas, the different approaches that can take that move you forward step by step. To be a better husband, to be a better father, to have my ears and my eyes opened repeatedly and they still get keep on getting opened repeatedly by those I had around me by those who cared about me I had to be willing to be vulnerable I had to be willing to listen even though sometimes those lessons were ooh, they were tough they cut deep I didn't want to hear them but most importantly I had to then take all of that reflect on it apply it and learn how to lead myself first before I could then lead other people because the different moves I just talked about that I was able to make and different leaps of faith I was able to make what that then did is encouraged my wife and my kids and I was able to model certain behaviours to them but I was only able to do that years later because of what they provided for me without them actually even knowing in the first place so my question today to you is this are you so focused on defining what every single thing is going to look like that you're waiting rather than just focusing on trying to get clarity on the direction that you're headed you're navigating in complexity especially when you're dealing with humans when you're dealing with yourself you are a human being so naturally speaking those conversations you're having with yourself you are navigating in complexity. So think about it.